Well, today I'm excited to have my good friend Molly back on the podcast. Some of you will have heard her on the podcast before or seen this chat on Instagram um, about all things politics and theology and culture. And I am, I don't, I'm not just like trying to say this. I am super excited to have her on today because we have a fun project to announce. So if you've been following us on Instagram, you might have seen some of the hints that we subtly or not so subtly um, dropped. (laughs) But today we are going to be officially launching and talking about our exciting project. And uh, it's something that's been on both of our hearts for, I think, since last summer was the first time we kind of talked about it with one another. Um, Mm -hmm. So to see a project come to life and to some fruition is really exciting, I think. Um, And so without further ado, uh, welcome, Molly. Yeah, happy to be here. It's exciting. It's uh been a long time coming. I feel like it took us many, many months of saying, yes, we want to do this, but then life stuff just didn't allow it, but we're here now. So that's good. And um, yeah. Do you want to talk about what, what it is exactly we're doing? Yeah. I'll even bring you back to, cause I don't know if I told you this part of it, but my first moment of even thinking about a project that I wanted to work on, I remember exactly where I was Aaron and I were on vacation in Vancouver. We were doing stand-up paddle boarding. So it was literally like in the middle of the water. Aaron and I were just having deep life conversations about all of our goals and dreams. And I was thinking about, I was thinking about politics. I was thinking about just my love for, for talking about it, for you know, having a Christian perspective and sharing that with others and, and talking about theology. And most of the examples that I have for seeing people do that well we're all Americans. And I'm sure there are many wonderful Canadians out there putting out great content, but it's either very hard for me to find um, or it's just not as there's not a plethora of voices the way that there is in the States. And so my desire was to find a way that we could have a number of conservative Canadian uh, Christian voices talk about issues that matter um, and specifically from a biblical perspective. And so, you know, I thought about not that we're attempting to be this, but I thought about a lot of organizations again in the states like there's the Daily Wire. There I love listening to Ali Stuckey pod, Ali Stuckey's podcast. There's all these places where um, you know, people are coming together to talk about these issues and I just don't see a ton of Canadian content like that. So my dream, you know, I was thinking just big picture was to, to start. And of course, Molly was the first person that came to mind as someone who's now become a good friend of mine because of Instagram and mutual friends, which I just love. Um, but yeah, shares my, you know, uh, beliefs, but my passion for for politics and theology. And so her and her family came to stay with us for a few nights last summer, which I really feel is just God's providence of having us together. We've seen each other like three times in the last year, which has been such a gift and usually a surprise each time. And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, I was able to just say, hey, what do you think about this idea? How could we, how could we bring this to life? What would this look like? And to have a friend even to bounce ideas off of for me was huge. Cause even in doing this podcast and starting that it was very much something I was doing on my own. Um, so even just the idea of having a friend to work on a project with was very exciting for me. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of like the birthplace of that. And we just started chatting, like, like Molly said, for the last few months and both being busy moms and just the season of life we're in, yeah, it's taken us, you know, a few months. But I also think it's been a good uh, couple months to just marinate over what do we want this project to be? What do we not want it to be? And so, yeah, we want to just kind of share some of that vision with you guys today. Um, yeah, but Molly, do you want to just share your perspective on why you even said yes to doing this with me and what gets you excited about it? 
Yeah. Well, I remember um, when we were chatting last summer about doing something together. Um, part of the driver for me was that, <clears throat> and I think for you too, but part of the driver for me was that I was very exhausted by the hot take culture that has become very prevalent on social media that, you know, we, um, something happens, everybody reacts to it for a day and a half, and then it just goes away and that's it. And, um, there's very little commentary or critical analysis of what is going on. And, um, again, everybody just kind of jumps in, gives their immediate knee jerk reaction, and then we all move on to the next thing. And that I find that very frustrating and I don't find it conducive to good thinking, um, or good uh, education that that needs to happen for people, particularly for those of us in Canada who are just now sort of starting to pay attention to political and cultural events. And um, so what I'm excited about is the opportunity to be able to flesh some of these things out and to get away from uh, feeling like we need to respond immediately to everything that happens, but rather to slow down a little bit, take a minute um, process things from a biblical standpoint, especially, and not just think about what is my reaction to this, but why is that my reaction to this? And, and why do I think the things that I think, because if we want to see politics and culture shift in Canada, it's really important that we understand like where our beliefs are coming from. So we can teach them to our children and have good conversations with our friends and our family and our churches. Um, I think the more people that are doing that, the more we may start to see the needle move a little bit. So for me, that was the big thing I remember us talking about was just sort of that exhaustion with the constant feels like a, a roller coaster. You know, you're just like being whipped around from thing to thing and you don't have a, a second to gather your thoughts before you're supposed to be reacting to the next outrageous thing. And so I'm excited about us being able to kind of curate what we want to respond to respond in a more broad way that allows for better analysis, better critical thinking, more research. Um, and also making sure we're getting the stories right, because I've seen a lot of times where a week after the fact, the story has changed a bit and it's not what we initially thought, or there's more details that needed to be added um, but because we've all moved on, that never happens. And so I think responsible, um, I don't want to call it journalism because that's not really what we're doing, but responsibly portraying events and political moves and things like that is important uh, rather than just sort of a knee-jerk emotional gut reaction to everything. Uh, and also being able to be fair um, fair in our analysis, fair in our representation of both sides without demonizing or name calling or, you know, those things just are not helpful and they're not, they're not helping us move forward. That's for sure. So. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things I noticed same as you is just the sensationalizing of things, like even from conservative media outlets that, you know, initially during COVID, I was so grateful to have found them and to hear a different side than what the mainstream media was talking about. But I don't know if things maybe got even worse with time, but it felt like headlines, there was like a sliver of truth in what they were saying, but it wasn't as bad as what they were saying. And it was just so exaggerated. And for me, that just became really exhausting. Like I wanted, I wanted, like you said, a better, slower, 
realistic and accurate um, take on things. And again, we're not looking to be a news outlet. We're not looking to be like the True North Center or Rebel News or whoever. Um, But we are looking to have similar, like topic-wise, similar conversations, but they're intentional, slow, thought-out conversations um, and not just clickbait. You know, we want to have conversations about these things. We want to think about them constructively. We want to look at scripture and actually, as a Christian, come to these topics and not just, you know, look at the conservative movement and jump on whatever the popular, you know, phrase or narrative is for everything that happens. Um, And so that, again, was just kind of one of the heartbeats, if you will, behind what we want to do. And so, yeah, I guess we should explain what exactly the format is and what that would look like. So as of right now, uh, we have a an Instagram page. It's called Resolved and Co. And we'll explain a little bit more about how we came to cho- to choose that name. Um, but we're looking to have micro blogs on the Instagram account. So a little bit longer of a format than just a traditional Instagram post. Um, just, yeah, again, to have some more space to have a better conversation and to not just have, yeah, clickbait short takes, hot takes. We've said, you know, occasionally we might have a hot take, but it's going to be one where we're pretty confident again on Mm -hmm. all the facts and our position on something because it'll be, you know, a topic maybe we've come up against before and in the moment we already know where we stand. But overall, we'll have a lot more, um, yeah, taking our time to respond to things, like Molly said, to gather the facts. Um, And also having some evergreen content. If you're not familiar with that terminology, it's just like evergreen these are episodes or conversations that it doesn't matter what currently is going on in the news cycle you're going to come up against this whether it's just an ideology or a theological topic and so we hope to have a lot of content that really stands the test of time and is a good resource no matter what is going on um, politically or culturally at the time um so let's just chat a little bit about the name and how we came to come to come up with this name. It's really hard to come up with a name for something. There's a lot of pressure riding on the name, Um, (laughs) but I'm really, I'm really uh, happy with what we came up with. So why don't you talk a little bit about that, Molly? Well, I remember um, we were always kind of on the track of a name that reflects the idea of being resolved. The, the idea that we can and should have um, beliefs about the world, uh, about politics and culture, et cetera, that are resolved and that we are resolved in our thinking, um, that there's nothing that someone else is going to say that's going to change our perspective. And the reason we can uh, confidently say that is because we are standing on scripture. We're standing on the truth of God's word, which is unchanging. So, uh, I remember that was sort of what got us started down this track. We played with a lot of different words um, that could have worked. Uh, I don't actually remember like what it was that finally, well, I think it was this Packer quote, wasn't it? That kind of. Yeah. yeah, we, We knew more about like what it was we wanted to do and who we wanted to be. And I think resolved is just the perfect word for it because, um, it's, it's just all too easy right now to, even on the conservative side, to be very thrown around by what is going on in the, in the news. The news cycle is exhausting and it's constant. It's this constant onslaught of wave after wave of nonsense and, um, or crazy things that we're just like, how is this happening in the world right now? And, uh, I think the idea of being resolved 
fits very well with being a Christian that is standing on the truth of God's word and standing firm on the rock of Christ. Yeah, I think too with that word, there's resolved in you know our beliefs, like our rock, our foundation is God's word, and that doesn't change. So we are constantly going to be going back to scripture. Um, and again, we have the confidence of being resolved because his word does not change. Um, but also I think in our in our Canadian context right now, being resolved even in our our dependency on God and how that affects our emotions, because we can be resolved in our ideologies and in our beliefs and you know call out what is right and wrong. But there's a lot of fear that I see I've seen a lot of Christians not be steady and resolved mm-hmm. that the Lord is sovereign, that he has me appointed to live in this time and this place. And no matter what new headline comes out today, I'm not going to be shaken and my confidence and trust is not going to be shaken. And so, yeah, I see, I see that word just really, it did encapsulate a lot of the implications of walking through um, politics and culture with a biblical lens and how we want to live out our faith in doing so. Um, The Packer quote that we were talking about comes from, uh, Knowing God by J.I. Packer. And he's quoting uh, a verse in Daniel, Daniel 1132. I'm just going to read it because it was just so great. I sent like Molly a bunch of pictures of the pages because I'm like, oh, this, this is what we're trying to to emulate. So uh, Daniel 1132 says he, and he's referring to like a contemptible person, shall seduce with flattery those who violate the covenant. But the people who know their God shall stand firm and take action. And Packer says, this shows us that the action taken by those who know their God is their reaction to the anti-God trends, which they see operating around them. While their God is being defiled and disregarded, they cannot rest. They feel they must do something. The dishonor done to God's name goads them into action. And Mm -hmm. so I felt like that just so beautifully encapsulated what we were trying to accomplish. Like, we do believe in being like, you know, be at peace as much as it's in, you're able to be be at peace with all people and to pursue mm-hmm. peace and all of that. Um, but that doesn't mean we're passive. That doesn't mean we don't take action. And so even just looking in the book of Daniel and seeing their response out of, you know, this anti-God culture that's happening um, is, is great encouragement, I think, to us that we can be engaged in politics, we can speak the truth in love, and we can also love the lost and share the gospel and have our priorities straight. Um, and not live in fear. Um, yeah, I feel like no matter what other words came up, we just kept coming back to resolved. I know too, for me at, at this time, our church was going through a series, a sermon series at the beginning of January called resolved. And it was all about, uh, Jonathan Edwards. He, uh, had a list of resolutions for himself that he wrote. I think he was only 19 when he wrote them. He was very young and it was all the things in his Christian life that he was resolved to do. Um, and I think over time we'll share some of those even on our Instagram page because it is a great picture of um, just living out the Christian faith. And yeah, so that's a little bit behind our name. Uh, and yeah, and I, yeah, I was going to say, I, I think um, I wrote a post at the sort of height of COVID and the convoy and everything um, that was based on something my dad used to say to us when we were growing up, which is decide now so you don't have to decide. Mm-hmm. And so if we were, when we were talking about anything to do with, uh, morality or like if we were going to a, a party, let's say with, you know, other non-believers and 
things like that. He would say to us, you need to decide now so you don't have to decide so that when the pressure comes, you've already decided your course of action. You've already said, I will not partake in this or that behavior or sin or, um, you know, he was even using it to dissuade us from things like drugs and alcohol, right? Like peer pressure. Um, and it's still true. Like even as adults, you need to decide ahead of time. We need to be thinking about these things and having these conversations ahead of time so that when the pressure comes and it's already here, it's already on. Yeah. Um, it's, I, I think it's going to get worse. I don't think things are going to get better. Um, we, we need to have already resolved in our hearts and our minds, what our course of action will be, um, how we're going to behave, how we're going to speak, what decisions we're going to make. When you've already committed um, to something, it's harder to it's harder to be moved from that spot when somebody is threatening your life, your livelihood. Uh, and we don't know like what's coming in Canada. We don't know what direction things are going to go yet. And I think it's really, really important. It's never been more important. I don't think that uh, for Canadians to, to really be thinking on a deep level about these things and preparing themselves for the challenges that are going to be ahead of us. I think those days are coming where we will need to fall back on the, the core of our beliefs and hard times always squeezes out of us what we truly believe deep inside of ourselves and what we're really committed to. So now's the time to be building that foundation and learning to stand on it. Not when things are very, you know, as hard as they could possibly get. Yeah, absolutely. And part of the reason too, we chose resolved and co is not just because we were trying to be trendy with the and co, um, <laughs> but because we wanted it to be a collective of Canadian voices. So although Molly and I are fi- founding this spearheading this, uh, we are going to be looking for other Christian Canadians who are really passionate about different topics, theologically, politically that can contribute and be writers in this space. And I think that's just such a beautiful thing because like you said, as harder times come, there is, there's strength in, you know, our individual, individual church communities, but also seeing just a number of voices, Christian voices from across Canada coming together to, um, to talk about hard things and speak the truth in, in uncertain times. And just, it's another great reminder, like we're not alone in this. And I think confidence spurs other confidence in other people and boldness encourages boldness. And I know that we have the stereotype of, you know, Canadians being not super bold and passive, Mm -hmm. nice way to put it. And I really feel burdened by that. Sometimes I do have, um, yeah, people in my life who are Christians, but don't really care about politics, or they seeing it see it as being too divisive. And whether or not they mean to be, they're just very, very passive. And I want to just like lovingly shake them and be like, hey, it's okay to care about something. It's okay to have a really strong opinion about something. And you can still be loving, you can still be kind. And in fact, speaking the truth is the loving thing to do. And that's actually how you can love your neighbor and care for people. These are not separate ideas. And so I really hope that that's something that as we walk through different topics can be conveyed to other, to other Christians. I just want people to get up out of their seat a little bit, care about the issues that are happening um, and know that they can do so from a biblical perspective, not out of fear um, and, and truly out of, out of loving their neighbor. Um, yeah, so there's going to be a lot of different topics that we cover. Molly, do you want to share just some of the things 
we actually also have a funny list of things we probably won't talk about. I thought that would be <laughs> fun to share. It made me laugh putting that together. But yeah, do you want to give us some examples of things that um, we are going to be talking about? Some of the, you know, things we're passionate about. Yeah, I think we'll be focusing a lot on uh, the the major cultural and political issues that affect Canada specifically. So, you know, abortion is a good example of a topic that affects every person on the planet. We need to look at it from a Canadian perspective because, you know, I think I think for a long time, just to go back a little bit to what you were saying, um, for a long time, I think Canadians have been more focused on what America is doing and the the news coming out of America than we are on our own country. And we got to stop that. Like we really need to look at our own laws, our own policies, our own political system and get involved with what's going on here and now because America can do whatever they want. It only affects us to a certain degree. Um, And so with all of these topics, I think I'm really excited to, to be a voice that's addressing them from a Canadian perspective. And, and, you know, abortion is a great example uh, we all celebrated when Roe v. Wade was overturned. We've celebrated every, you know, the Texas heartbeat bill and all of that. It's all great and good to celebrate. We need to talk about the fact that Canada doesn't have a single yeah. law against abortion, not one protection for the unborn in Canada. Right. So those are the kinds of things I think we're going to be addressing mostly. Um, and I think that'll span everything, everything from abortion to transgender ideology, uh, you know, the things we're seeing now with the drag queen story times. And then how does the law uh, come into that, right? We're seeing some really interesting bills and bylaws being passed right now, which are infringing into, you know, Canadian rights and freedoms um, and some interesting moves to limit free speech in Canada. Those are all things we want to talk about. Um, But then we also want to leave room to talk about some theological issues as well. Like the church in Canada uh, has its own set of issues that are unique from the States. And those are things I'm excited to talk about. And I think we even said we would, you know, depending on who wants to write with us and and work with us, probably cover things like even um, parenthood and marriage. And, you know, because those things are all intertwined, like you can't separate politics from life. Um, if we don't have strong families, if we don't have strong churches, mm-hmm. politics and all those conversations are really all for naught. So it'll be kind of a broad spectrum of things, I think. Yeah, totally. Um, two others I thought of was like made and just the developments that we're still seeing mm-hmm. with the expansion of that yep. um, education in Canada, what's being taught in our public schools. Um, there, there's just so many issues that we can tackle that are like you said, currently affecting Canada specifically. And so, yeah, we're going to probably not get tied up in a lot of the things that are happening in the States. And again, I think that goes back to not having like a knee jerk reaction or feeling the obligation to respond to every big story that's happening. And so we're really going to limit ourselves mostly to what's going on in Canada. Um, Theology, another one I'm very excited to talk about. Um, There's a number of you know, topics that I've kind of scratched the surface on, even on this podcast, like the prosperity gospel, I want to bring a lot like more greater clarity to that because I did get a lot of questions after that episode. Um, so that's something I know I'm personally really looking forward to to writing about. 
Um, yeah, we're going to also probably do some Q&A on the Instagram page, some some lives, the two of us. And then the podcast will still be here, but Molly will be a regular guest and we'll be able to, you know, again, have another longer form format to talk about some of these issues. We're also going to be really focusing on our audience being Christian Canadians. Uh, I would say we're not necessarily trying to persuade non-Christian liberals to our side. I see us as more of a resource for Christians to know how to biblically properly respond to issues that are going on and just have the words. I think sometimes a lot of Christians do know where they land on certain issues, but they just don't seem to have the vocabulary to talk about it, not because they're not intelligent, but just because they haven't maybe sat down and and given a ton of thought to why they feel a certain way about an issue or how to approach things and still, you know, we want to be the polite, kind Christian Canadians. And so I know a lot of, um, yeah, friends that just feel like if they're going to talk about these things, they're going to be unloving and unkind. And so I hope that our heart really comes through in our writing that we are really compassionate towards the lost. Um, we're not like Molly said, we're not going to be name calling people and calling them sheep or other <laughs> offensive things, but just, yeah, again, having a good conversation and responding biblically. Some of the things that we won't talk about, um, I don't remember all that was on our list. I just remember writing Kanye down. Like, <laughs> that's a whole bag of crazy <clears throat> that I don't really feel like touching. Also, he's American. So that, you know, right away wasn't on our radar, but it made me laugh. Um, well, yeah, I think so. I think celebrity culture in general right. is not something we care to talk about. Yeah. And, um, and like I already said, you know, American politics, we probably will only touch on if it's something that affects Canada or that should should matter to Canadians. But um, there is a there is a plethora of commentary on American politics. If that's something that's interesting to people, um, again, we are trying to take responsibility for our own country and our own crowd uh, and help Canadians um, move away from being chronically underinformed and underinvolved in their own political system. Um, it's something I encounter quite a bit is Canadians who are saying, I was not taught this in school. I don't know how to think about this stuff. I don't even know where to start. So all of that I'm excited to address. Uh, you know, we, I think we even talked about doing some posts about like, how does the parliament work here in Canada and how is, how does a bill become a law here in Canada? Um, I think a lot of us know more about how that happens in the States than it does here. Um, we, had, we had also said we weren't, we're probably not going to get into conspiracies too much in yeah. terms of, you know, climate conspiracies, flat earth, whatever. And then, you know, things like lifestyle, Christmas, Easter, Halloween debates. Again, yeah. there, there are pages. Yeah. Motherhood debates. There are so many resources out there. Um, I'm excited for us to really zero in on what we can do and what we can speak to, which is, Canadian culture, Canadian politics, and yeah. then the theology that informs all of those things, you know? Yeah. And we have no judgment. If you love learning about cloud seeding or yeah, flat earth, yeah, you know, all the things, uh, but we're just like, these are kind of issues where even if there's truth in some of these conspiracies, what are we going to do about that after? Really nothing. There are things that are outside of our control um, and not just an area that we really want to spend a lot of time on so yeah that was one and then halloween christmas debates it's like 
I am personally exhausted by those. I'm pretty sure everybody else is. And again, if not to say it's not something you shouldn't spend time in figuring out where you stand, but there's so many other places talking about these issues multiple times a year. It will come up every time the season comes up. So mm-hmm. well, you're not your girls for that, but we will be for many other things. But I think we can also like, I- I'm looking forward to being able to help, you know, funnel people to the good resources we've sure. found that that are ta- that are talking about those things and are far more qualified to talk about those things. Um, that's something else that I think can be missing when when uh, people enter this space, they feel the need to become an expert on everything or try and talk about everything. And uh, you can't be good at everything. And we're both married moms involved in our churches, um, involved in our communities, like we don't have most people don't have uh, nothing but time to to get into every single topic that comes across the desk. So uh, we will try and be picky and choosy about what we actually delve into and try and bring the most amount of value we can to the space, kind of quality over quantity type type of an approach. Yeah, absolutely. So Molly and I are so excited to be working on this project together and to start sharing that with you guys. So go follow us on Instagram at Resolved and Co. And we look forward to seeing you in that space. Yeah, we'll be talking lots more in the coming weeks about who we are, what we're doing, what our goals are, what's driving us. So come hang out over there and we'll keep massaging all of this stuff out as we are moving forward. Um I I think I would just end by saying like, for me, this is the, uh, this is a beautiful opportunity for us as, as Canadians, again, because we have been sort of viewed as the little brother to America and we haven't been, you know, as involved or thoughtful sometimes as we maybe could have been or should have been. That's what I'm hearing from people at least. Um, it's not too late, you know, and now's the time, like it's time to do the work. It's time to dig in and start to think and educate ourselves and get involved, um, to be come confident in what we know and what we believe so that we can have good conversations with people, even who disagree with us. Um, I'm excited to be, like you said, a, a resource to equip people, um, as they go about doing the work of, uh, you know, having gospel conversations and even just cultural political conversations with coworkers and friends and family um, to be able to provide a place where courage can beget courage. You know, you can hear from other Canadians who are facing these same issues and thinking through the same issues. And that gives you the confidence to, uh, to, to be who you are and believe what you believe without apologizing for it. So I think it's going to be really good. Absolutely. I'm going to leave us off on Colossians 2 verse 8. It says, be careful and act that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deceit based on human tradition, based on the elements of the world rather than Christ. That's really our heart and goal behind this is to point you back to Christ, to point you into the scriptures of how to live out your faith in these you know, tumultuous political times. And we hope we are an encouragement and that all of this would be done for the glory of God. 